0: Hello, and welcome back to The Scar build for Purpose. I am your host, Dari Cox. Thank you for joining me again. I hope everyone is doing well, staying prayed up, staying safe, taking care of yourself, getting your little exercise in. I'm trying my best to like get back into that zone. Um, I may have mentioned that I was not well, so I am healing. I'm in the process of healing, and I can't really do too much uh, physical activities as I was like as I would love to do and um I love to exercise I love to I love the fresh air in the morning especially in the summertime um and so I can't wait to get back to my routine of exercising daily and what I'll tell you I've been eating a lot of crazy (laughs) junk food like not junk junk but oh my goodness I think I went off a little bit on what I normally would eat I still don't eat any meat or anything like that I'm just sharing a little bit with you guys today today I feel like sharing a little bit um, about myself and so I have been eating a little bit of crazy so hopefully I don't have too much weight to lose I have to I heal completely Um, but I can't wait to actually get back into that zone of exercising. Um, Everything has changed up for me. Um, My sleeping pattern has changed up. I can be in my bed at nine o'clock and um, be knocked out sleeping and I get up around three and that's when my days start. So, and then I go until, you know, throughout the day, and you know, I am not able to sleep during the day. Everybody can take a 30 minute nap here and there but that's about it um but it's not so bad I would say I think when I actually get back to work when I actually start to work again um we'll see how that works out for me but um I think that's a lot of hours to sleep too yeah maybe not I need more so I'll try to work it out but I'm working on it I'm working on it um I'm pretty sure I can get back to my normal routine again to me it's all in the mind <laughs> and I will pray to God and ask him to help me to get there you know help myself so um yeah continuing on in the series that I started talking about love and I wanted to talk about rejoicing and righteousness um expecting the best hoping in God and there's a few things that I wanted to touch on and I find a uh, First Corinthians 13 6 Love does not rejoice in unrighteousness and love never justifies sin. To most people, the idea of rejoicing over unrighteousness is repulsive because it suggests enjoying deliberate, wanton sin. We've seen sin's um, tragic effects on mankind and how and we know how it offends God. So how could we Ever rejoice in such a thing. But rejoicing in unrighteousness includes any attempt to justify sin in your own life or the lives of others. So it can be a very subtle thing, right? There are many ways to rejoice in unrighteousness. One is to exchange right for wrong. That's what the um that's what the prophet Isaiah condemned when saying woe to those who call evil good and good evil who substitute darkness for light and life for darkness Isaiah 5:20. 20 in our society for example right virtues such as virginity and fidelity in marriage are branded as old-fashioned and prudish while promiscuity and adultery are held as contemporary and liberating social pressures can cause undiscerning or weak believers to yield to confused and godless moral standards. Another way to rejoice in unrighteousness is to be undiscerning about what you expose yourself to. your humanistic philosophies and blatant immorality of our society can quickly dull your moral and spiritual senses. Therefore, you must carefully evaluate what you read, what you view, and what you listen to. I think I had a pause in that too, when um, I said I had a situation, I'm gonna just say I had surgery. So in those moments, in that time, in like a day or two after that, I think God really wanted me to be still. So that I could hear him talk to me and I heard him loud and clear you know there were certain things that the direction I was going in he wasn't happy with even though I was doing the things that he called me to do there was all the things that I was doing that he didn't like so that's where it kind of like it was a timeout minute for me right and everything to god it may seem like a long time to us um but god it's like minutes and seconds so he needed me in that time out where he could really have me be still to listen to him and it's very important what you listen to what you look at what you take into your spirit into your soul you know um those things are really important and we need to pay attention to that and i really wanted to stress that because there I go telling you about my my um, giving a testimony to how God can come back and he can actually touch you on the shoulder, give you that time out and say, hey, I need you back over here. You have strayed, you know, what I need you to do for me, um, you need to do it for me. But I think that you're going off track. And I think that's one of the, me- that I know that that's one of the messages that I receive that God has, has given to me in those still Quiet moments. Um, there has been a lot of sleepless nights, but in those moments, he was—he's really been talking to me about a lot of things. And so, this is one of the things that I wanted to share with you today about being careful and evaluate the things that you read, right? The things that you view, the things that you listen to, and ask yourself: Do they to, to denigrate God and exalt violence, crime immorality, slander and the like, if so and you find them entertaining you are rejoicing to something that's not pleasing to God right, and so we have to be careful some believers actually do rejoice over the sins of others that's what Jonah did when he refused to preach at have like <laughs> issues pronounce these words from the bible sure we all do um for fear the the people would repent and god will forgive them he preferred to see them continue in sin rather than reconcile with god that attitude is not so far removed from today as we'd like to think i've known there are many christians or many believers who wanted out of their marriage so badly that they hope their spouses would commit adultery so they would feel justified in getting a divorce that that right there is a convoluted perspective see true love cannot rejoice in sin but glorifies whenever righteousness prevails if you love God the things that please him will please you the things that offend him will offend you. Let that always be your standard. I want to suggest for your prayer is to ask God for the grace to live a life that pleases him. And for further reading, you can read Matthew 18 verses 15 to 20, carefully noting the procedure for confronting a sinning believer. All right, we have to, you know, We have to talk to our our brothers and sisters um, on expecting the best. In 1 Corinthians 13, 7, love believes all things. Love always expects the best of others, right? In Luke 15, Jesus tells a parable about a father who had two sons. And I'm sure that a lot of of you out there know the story of the prodigal son. The younger son asked for his share of the family inheritance then left home and squandered it on sinful pursuits when he realized his father he decided to return home and ask his father's forgiveness so he got up and came to his father but while he was still a long way off his father saw him and felt compassion for him and ran and embraced him and kissed him and the son said to him father I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer ready to be called your son. But the father said to his, you know, he said to his uh, slaves, quickly bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet and bring the fattened calf, kill it and let us eat and be merry. Right? Now, that's a beautiful illustration of love. Love's eagerness to forgive. But it also implies another characteristic of love. While the son was still far away, the father saw him coming. How could that be? Because he was watching. He was watching and waiting for his son. He was anticipating and longing for his return. Love forgive when wrongs are committed against it. But it also expects the best of others. That's what it means to believe all things first Corinthians 13 7 that son had hurt his father deeply but his father never lost hope that his son would return I know of a woman who has been married to an unbelieving husband for many years yet she continues to say he will come to Christ someday she isn't blind to the situation but her love for her husband has transformed Her earnest desire into an expectation. She believes he will turn to Christ because love always expects the best. Perhaps you have a spouse or a child who is an unbeliever or have drifted away from the Lord. Don't lose the faith, don't lose your heart. Expect the best and let that expectation motivate you to pray more fervently and set a godly example for your loved ones to follow. And I'm going to also suggest another prayer. Um, ask God to guard your heart from cynical and suspicious attitudes towards others. And you can uh, read further in Matthew 9 verses 1 to 13. Noting the attitudes of the Jewish scribes and Pharisees towards Jesus. Let's do moving on to hoping in God. Uh, again, 1 Corinthians thirteen seven love hopes all things love refuses to take human failure as final even when fate falters hope comes to rescue it is that long rope that keeps us linked to the sovereignty and power of god the apostle peter wrote to believers who were experiencing severe trials to encourage them he began blessed be the god and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who, according to His great mercy, has caused us to be born again to a living hope, to the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. First Peter one three. Our hope is a living hope because our God is a living God. So, no matter how bleak your situation might seem, God is at work to accomplish His purposes. As Christ hung on the cross, it seemed as if sin had finally triumphed over righteousness. But sin finest hour, became its death. Kneel when Christ arose from the grave as Lord of life and Redeemer of his people. Now, he was raised. Christ Jesus from that will also give life to your mortal body. Through his spirit who indwells in you. Roman 8, 11. Trials and death have no power over you. They simply bring you closer to life. I'm going to say that again. Trials and And dead have no power over you. They simply bring you closer to Christ. When ministering to others, right? Hope gives you confidence that as long as there is life, human failure is never final. God refused to accept Israel's failures. Jesus refused to accept Peter's and Paul refused to accept that of the Corinthians. When your attempt to cover the sins of others have failed or your righteous expectations have been shattered, Hope says, don't give up. God can still work this out for good. Hope is illustrated in the true story of a dog who abandoned, who was abandoned at the airport of a large city. He stayed there for over five years, waiting for his owner to return. People at the airport fed and cared for him, but he refused to leave the spot where he last saw his owner. If a dog's love for his for his own, it can produce that kind of hope. How much more should your hope for God produce abiding? I mean, how much more should your love for God produce abiding hope? So I'm going to suggest for prayer: praise God for His sovereignty and power, and for hope that is yours in Christ. We serve an amazing, amazing God. There's something that um, he can't handle for us through all our tribulations and trials and uh, ups and downs of life you know um, also First Corinthians 13 7 love bears all things I think I've said that one already yeah well, let's move on to rejoices love rejoices with the truth and that's First Corinthians 13 6 Love never compromises God's word. Paul has just given a list of things that love does not do become jealous, brag, act arrogantly or unbecomingly, seek its own, become provoked, keep track of wrongs suffered, or rejoice in unrighteousness. Now he comes to the first of five things love does love rejoices with the truth. The contrast in verse 6 is between love's inability to rejoice in unrighteousness and its joy when truth prevails. Truth refers to God's word which is the standard of righteousness. Paul could have said love doesn't rejoice in unrighteousness but rejoices with righteousness. But he went beyond the mere deeds of righteousness and addressed its standard and motive. Love wouldn't tolerate false doctrine or sinful behavior, but it rejoices when God's word is taught and obeyed. The psalmist said, Oh, how I love thy law! It is my meditation all the day. Thy commandments make me wiser than my enemies. I have more insight than all of my teachers. I understand more than the age. I have restrained my feet from every evil way that I may keep thy word. I have not turned. Aside from thine ordinances, for thou thyself hast taught me how sweet are thy words to my taste. Yes, sweeter than honey to my mouth. From thy precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Psalms 119 verses 97 to 104. That's the testimony of one who rejoices in the truth. Often believers are willing to compromise sound doctrine for the sake of loving others. They believe that doctrinal position is somewhat divisive and unloving. But scripture says, this is love that we walk according to his commandments. For many deceivers have gone out into the world. Those who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh, this is the deceiver and the antichrist. Watch yourselves. That you might not lose what we have accomplished, but that you may receive a full reward. 2 John 6, 8. Biblical love always operates within the parameters of God's word and spiritual discernment. Philippians 1, 9-10. The most loving thing you can do is live according to biblical truth. Doctrinal compromise simply diminishes the quality of love and plays into the hands of the evil one. So I suggest for your prayers you ask God for wisdom and discernment to keep your love within its proper biblical bounds and also for your further reading further study you can memorize Philippians 1, 9 through 11 I think that does it for me today um, thank you so very much for listening. I hope that you continue to listen and to share uh, these episodes and to share my podcast with your friends and family just as a word of encouragement. Um, I do write out my every time I'm here I do write things that I want to talk about and I also incorporate my personal testimonies you know um, and how it applies to me and my own life and what I'm doing I am appreciative of everyone who listens to it. I hope that you'll continue to listen to it. Um, I'm not sure if it's still on Apple Podcasts, but I do know that it's on Spotify. Um, The way how Anchor has set up things now is I think I have to um, manually upload all of them. I am working on this stuff and really trying to get to know all these systems. I realized that I do like to multitask, but I think I needed to slow down with that. I think I do not want to get overwhelmed and always feel like I need to be busy doing something. So I am taking it very easy. I am doing uh, these recordings and these podcasts once a week. And as soon as I'm finished doing that, I'm a finished recording, I upload them. And I share them with you guys. I'm still working on the sequel to The Child Within. That's uh, my second book for those of you um, who are now starting to listen to my podcast. I have a first, uh, my first book is The Scars I Come With. That was about my, my past life, my experiences, um, things, my heart, everything that I've been through up until the age that I wrote it. Um, and so I hope that you will grab a copy of that book. I always love feedback. Leave a review. Um, I always love to um, hear hear back from the readers what you guys think. My second book, The Child Within, was published this year, 2022. And I am currently working on the sequel for that. that it, there's a part two. Um, I'm also taking my time with that. I haven't since since my surgery i haven't started writing again i'm just taking it one day at a time and this though the podcast here on sharing the word of god was deeply deeply on my heart and it was something that i needed to get back on um on with then uh focus on it and really share different things as god has placed it on my heart to share so there are a lot of other important things that God wants me to do, but I, I, I know and I understand that He wants me to um, make use of my time more um, more effectively, make it more effective and, and not overwhelm myself. So I have to be able to uh, work on it, work on my calendar, work on my planning, what I'm doing next, what i'm doing next and stay focused um also for those of you who don't know i do have a i just launched my skincare line this was something um over a year has been planning um also my foundation for abused women and children uh, women with cancer children with cancer and pretty much like i always like to say And really serious about it. Anyone that we feel we can help, we will help whenever and wherever we can. So, even though it's focused on uh, women with cancer and children with cancer and abused women and children, we're also open to helping as much as other people as much as we can. All right, so let's see. I also do have a second podcast show with my co-host, Rudolph Terman. Uh, We will be returning to that in September. That is one that we do um, in the studio. Um, We talk about a whole host of topics and we have open discussion about our experiences, with the topics and how we view them, um, and I hope that you will also find that you can find that on YouTube, but also on Instagram as two chairs one chat. The number two chairs, the number two chat, um, and you can find us uh, on YouTube and also on Instagram. And my Instagram handle is I am Dery Cox. I do also have a poetry page, Derry. Derry's Poetry's Lounge and also also the business page, which is Prove. It's P-R-E-U-V-E. Skincare. Um, you can find that the website is proveskincare.com. So I think I've shared everything I needed to share with you. I hope that you will continue to stay safe, stay prayed up, uh, stay at the feet of God. Remember, prayers are important. It's an important part of your life. It's an important part of your being and it's something that we need to continuously do Um, find time for God um, give him some time and and um, making a priority in your life it's very important that you do that okay thank you so very much for listening to The Scars to Your Beautiful Purpose I am your host Jerry Cox until next time stay safe stay prayed up and stay at the feet of God,